esas nubes Angie Angie ¿A dónde vamos desde aquí? We're going to record this a little podcast. Hey, <laughs> we. Hey, we. He looks strung out. I like feel like man. a singer. I'm standing up recording right now, holding a mic. I feel like, uh, like, Billy Coin. You know the Smashing Pumpkins? I was going to say the answer. Thank you. I'm trying to do like a Billy Corgan scene. He's like, Annie, Donnie. No, you know what song I want you to sing? <laughs> What's my favorite song from a video you watched that I sent you a video making fun of it? Oh, I don't know. I wanna. Oh, Nine Nails. <laughs> I wanna fuck you like an animal. Well, I saw. Well, we saw that video originally because Tom Segura on his Instagram had a video of this like shirtless fucking like middle aged <laughs> weirdo singing it. He's like, I want to fuck you like animal. Uh, yes. But, uh, inside. I actually <laughs> inside. Not nah, yeah, that's very funny. It was so funny to me. The shit Tom Segura finds, man. Uh, let's just promote their podcast, though. How about that? We'll do. Oh, we'll just I steal their. What was. Yeah, they, they he finds shit like that for his. Oh. Very funny though. One of my favorite, you know, bigger name comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the show. Oh, are you familiar with the Smashing Pumpkins? Though I've heard of them before. You know, but the I don't we- know their music. You would if you heard it, but their lead singer. You've heard the song 1979, because I'm going to say, Annie, Donnie, the girl. <laughs> I hope I sound like I them. I want to hear that. I, I, I feel like I, I'm working on trying to do a Billy Corgan impression. There's some fucking song. Do that, an impression of me. I don't, I don't know. If you I don't can. know an impression of me? Oh, my God. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that before, bitch. <laughs> what? I don't even. You guys don't even know why what she do I said say that. What are arguing? He'd be like, "Um, you know, stop fucking talking to me like that." Well, I can't <laughs> fucking do that one. That's like I've never done that impression to you. Um, this, this podcast is probably getting into territory where it's like people are exhausted from listening to us talk. Really? Probably. That's what podcasts are, right? Yeah, people get tired of them eventually, though. Like they oh. get tired and hate us eventually, and then just shit talk us. A lot of people hate me. It is what it is. I think people hate me now. I really do. Like, uh, I don't know. I just got this. There's no way. There's no way I can talk like I do about shit and people not hate me. I guess it comes with the territory of being a truth teller. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, well, being unfiltered. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I'm trying to sound like a douchebag intentionally when I said that. But no, I mean, it does come with the territory, I guess. Plus, if you have a podcast or if you're a comedian at all that like gets booked at all, 
and it, that's making me that's fluffing me up to sound way more successful than I am. But I hate. I get booked a, a, a decent people. amount. I know people I can call and get put on a show if I need to. And if you just have some small modicum of success like that, if that's you know the as low as your bar could possibly be, but if that's like where you set your bar, people are gonna fucking hate you no matter what, because. Uh, Entertainment is a uh, cutthroat and um, what what would you call a, a competitive field, and people yeah. hate each other over it. Doggy dog world. Yeah, and for the most part, I don't give a fuck. But there are small moments in time where it does give me anxiety, and I do it does bother me. Mm. For the most part, though, I mean, you could probably vouch that I don't really care. Yeah, I don't think you do. So, you know, we got people that like this show that are loyal uh, fans, I guess you could call them, mm-hmm. that pay money to listen to it, you know, once a, a month. Oh, and so I don't want to disappoint them. This is a free episode anyway, but I, I still, you know, I, I try to do 110% on all of them. So we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, for Should we start, start with the McDonald's thing? Sure. And I, I don't want this podcast, even though I kind of guess the whole point of it to begin with was me bitching about stuff that irritates me. Um, it's just how idiotic the Homewood area is. Like, there's always random people walking, the cars, the traffic. Like, I don't care what McDonald's you go to on what end of the road or the city. It's like you have to wait, you have to pull down for three fucking cookies that should have already been ready. Which is what we did. The wrong door. Well, you know, I understand. You know, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. I've worked in the worked. We'll get to that. Actually, <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm in a good mood. I feel good, baby. <laughs> But, uh, no, I've worked in the service industry, past tense, and I get it gets busy, but it wasn't busy, and they were fucking rude, and uh, kind of just tossed what food they did give me. You never get told to pull down at Chick-fil-A. Well, no, uh, they're all very, uh, what's the word? service. White. No, (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Typically, they are, but I'm not saying that. That doesn't have shit to do with it, but. um, Racist. Well, yeah, this is a racist podcast, don't you know? Um, no, I don't know what the deal is with this place, though. They fucking suck. They got us to pull down for three fucking cookies. They had everything else ready, which was a full meal. Yeah. You're sitting here eating it. You finish your fucking meal before the cookies even come out. So I pull out, and the guy chases me down as we're fucking leaving to give me three fucking cookies. Yes. Was that worth mentioning or bitching about? I don't know. Sure, maybe. That's what you talk about. Yeah. We can talk about how I've been sick lately and I've been trying to push through it and I was big to come into work today. Sure. I, I'm not, for the record, I'm not like grasping for shit to talk about. I have plenty to talk about that's on my fucking mind. You do. Um, if you're just, I'm just saying, if you're like grasping for something to talk about, I do have shit we can talk about that, mm-hmm. that I do have in my mind that has irritated me. Okay, we'll go. Shoot. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about your thing? You have lupus, and you've, it's well, been yeah. affecting you fucking terribly lately. You had, like, the worst flare-up I've ever seen this you have. This is probably the worst one I've had since we've been together. Like, I started feeling bad Tuesday. Well, I would say whatever night it was that I had my panic attack is when I started feeling bad. Yeah, I felt, you know, you woke up and had kind of a, a yeah. mini panic attack. You completely calmed me down. I don't think I would have been able to go to sleep if you weren't here. So I oh, appreciate that a of lot. Of course. But yeah, those are bad. Yeah. They but suck. And you can't. Been... They, they, I mean, you know, when you're having a panic attack, you really. You gotta find the right shit to say. Yeah. You gotta let somebody know that it's all. It, it is all in your head, really. Like things are gonna be okay. 
Well, Life crazy, goes though, on. I haven't had one of those in so many years. It's been it like was odd. It was years. a little odd. I think it might have been the sleeping pills you've taken because I've taken it was sleeping allergy p- medicine. Well, stuff that like medicine that's made me drowsy and has mm-hmm. like sleep like yeah. sleep aid components in it have given me anxiety like out the fucking roof. When before. I had mine years ago, I had took sleeping pills. They that do that. Night. Yeah, they absolutely do that. Watch out if you take them because uh, they they will give you fucking anxiety. Yeah. But I think also it's just everything that I've been dealing with lately has kind of just like hit me all at once. And like I was just like bedridden and I didn't want to move. Like I didn't go to work yesterday. I wasn't going to go today, but they basically begged me to come in. So I got my sick ass up and went in and yeah. killed it like I always do. Yet I'm still treated like shit. But they yeah, were pretty but nice to me today. They basically kissed my ass. They should have because you're good at your job. So, but I'm unemployed now. I'm currently unemployed. Uh, I, uh, I quit my job in the middle of a shift as promised if they kept with their bullshit. I, told, I promised. I promised. I made a promise that I would do that here, and I, I I like to keep promises. So they kept with their bullshit, and I uh, walked out July 4th. Busiest shift I've ever worked, so they were fucked. <laughs> I, I really, honestly, I wish, you know, I wish that place nothing but the best. I do. I think that uh, the people are good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would never shit talk the food or the restaurant, but, like, it's just... From what I saw, it was poorly managed, and nothing was changing, and like me personally, I can't deal with that right now. That has a lot to do, though, with a lot of companies. Like, If your management and your leadership is bad, it's not going to be successful at well, yeah. all. Oh, this one, pretty, uh, it, what it is, and you know, I liked my managers uh, for the most part. Some of them not so much, but for the most part, they were all good people, mm-hmm. but some of them just don't have what it takes to be a manager and do what it takes sometimes you have to fucking get a uh, crack the fucking whip on people that aren't that are just clearly taking advantage of you down. yeah and uh they don't do that and i was being taken advantage of by other employees not the management and they they, they just wouldn't do anything about it there's a lady that was getting paid twice what i get paid and not doing her fucking job and i, I, I every shift i had to come in and pick up the slack so let me paint a picture here. July 4th is the busiest fucking day for like a barbecue place. So I come in. Nothing's done. And we have like a million catering orders and everything has to be done to open. And that's like the job of three people I had put on me. And I'm just like, I'm, I can't do this. Yeah. I physically can't do it. I'm not going to come into a job and have to like, you know run 90 to nothing and like exhaust myself to the point of like just fucking anxiety being anxiety yeah, every single for it and not being properly compensated if i was getting paid like 20 dollars an hour i would still be there but i'm not and it, it's just it wasn't i wasn't getting paid enough and they weren't listening to what i said that would help fix the situation yeah. very easy fixes not much to ask i don't ask for much i just wanted some fucking help yeah, and they wouldn't do it. And I wanted them to crack the whip on people that weren't that were not doing shit and getting paid twice as much for it. I don't get that with companies. That's another common thing, even where I work. It's like people who get paid more or who've been there longer that don't do anything. Nothing really gets said to them. But if you bust your butt and you're getting paid less, it's like you get the most shit, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Right. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm done with that. I, I, I I'm officially done with service industry shit. Cause I know if I know that if I get a service industry job again and I go in and take it, you know, I'll tell myself, well, I need this to just get by for now, and I'll look for other. I know I won't do it. 
So I'm going to go to the career center, find something that suits me, that has benefits. Really, that's another thing. They were they kept telling me they were going to give me benefits. There were no fucking benefits coming. I signed up for fucking health insurance. That shit and wasn't coming. Take that long. Like I remember no. we had a conversation about that. It. I've never worked anywhere where it's taking that long for like it's stuff if, to go into effect. It's like the past three fucking jobs I've had too. Because you didn't get it to like what a month before you quit the other place, right? Yeah. And it's like, this is ridiculous. I was promised this. This was the appeal to me, is that y'all provided benefits. I have to have that. That's like a requirement for any job. Yeah, I do too. Otherwise, I won't live. It's fucked. I mean, you definitely need it more than I do. You have lupus. But, like, yeah, I have to have... It's not... I'm applying for fucking Obamacare now at this point. Like, which is just... I don't know that it fucking exists. It still does, but I think it's listed under something different. Well, I mean, as far as getting it, I don't know that it's ever yeah. existed. Like everybody was like, "Yeah, I go to the site and they have issues." It has it. issues every time. It's like, yeah. well, who the fuck? Name one person that signed up for this. Do I know anybody that's on Obamacare? I don't. Is. Do you? My sister is. Well, God, God, aunt. God bless her. She fucking got lucky. <laughs> but yeah, here, here's the main meat of this episode, though. And I, you saw me kind of following this whole thing because I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm a loser that apparently likes to get on Twitter and shit and find shit that bothers me. But there was this guy on there that a lot of uh, fellow comedians and friends of mine followed, and they were like, yeah, this dude's so funny. He's so funny. And, like, he, he used to be a comedian, like, in Austin or somewhere, and then he quit because he was not good at it, mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming. Then he started writing about comedy, which is, wow, I mean, that's just as shameful as teaching a fucking stand-up class, in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and God damn, I just found out a few comics I know teach a stand up class, and it's like, God damn, just fucking just quit comedy. The, the quit comedy. <laughs> There's not one fucking successful comic that teaches a stand up comedy class. Oh my God. So, kind of like the improv class, it's, it's just they're teaching them how to do stand up. I think it might actually be more embarrassing than a fucking improv class. I'll say that. I really do think that. So, this is what you do you walk into the room. You stand up with your mic. You're either funny and and you figure it out or you're not. You make sure you have on a um, plaid shirt with a t-shirt on under it and a hat. Yeah, exactly. And glasses. And a beard, preferably. If you can grow one, get you a beard. (laughs) Talk about Marvel movies. How, like, it'd be weird if Wolverine, like, if, like, uh, can he grow his penis back if it gets cut off? Like, just shit, like, I don't I know. I hate people who constantly make jokes about sex. So, like, yeah, so I was fucking this girl last night, and... You just hate comedy anyway. Come. Which is, I think, why I'm in love with you, is you hate yeah, comedy. I was never into it. And like I said, whenever I tell Big anybody... Big turn on. Woo! <laughs> Big turn At on. work, I get so many questions. That's why I hate... No, Nick. It's literally to the point now... Like I said, people will ask me before, and they're like, oh, what kind of comedy does he do, blah, blah, blah. God, I does hate that He make a lot question. of money. But now, it's they all hear from other people. They're like, oh, like, what has he been on? Like, what does he do? Like, oh, that's What's why you're been with on? him. Like, it's you're a comedian, and blah, blah, blah. That's how you get out of those purses. I'm like, for the last What time, do they think comedy comedians make? God damn. I guess they think you're like some high shot comedian that's just making this and that. But some also, of the funniest people I know that do the road don't make mm-hmm. enough to buy you purses. But also, I don't correct them either because it's not don't. their business. Get, let them think that. like, yeah, he buys me everything in the world I want. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's why you're with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, that's the only fucking reason. <laughs> but 
Yeah, anyway, that, that, that got off of the whole new thing. But there was this guy <laughs> that I've never thought was funny, and he kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I felt like he was a con artist from the beginning, honestly. Because he's one of those people that, and I'm going to preface this by saying I have done this before. And you know I've done this, but and you can attest that I was in a desperate situation where I was completely fucked and probably would have lost my yeah, apartment. because you could talk to me about it beforehand to get, like, my opinion about it. And it was, like, really, like, I, I, w- I wouldn't have fucking done it if I didn't know what else to do. And I appreciate everybody that fucking did it, too. And if yeah. I, uh, you know... If you if, if you did that and you, you know you did it and I can pay you back, let me know and I fucking will. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't like asking for help like that, but I was fucking... I was yeah. rock bottom as far as financially, and yeah. like I asked if anybody wanted to and if they could spare it. Here's yeah. my Venmo and Cash App. If you could send anything, yeah. I'm gonna use it for rent, and I did it. Paid my fucking rent yeah. for the bulk of it. I think I paid part of a phone bill with it too, but still, like I used that for the intended purpose, right? Not to, to not to take advantage of people, make them think that I'm poor old me. I gotta and fucking go buy me stuff to get me back. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's what this guy did. Um, but no, first of all, I want to preface by saying this dude is, uh, I always thought was annoying as fuck online. Mm-hmm. Me personally. I'm not just saying this cause he got quote unquote canceled, I guess. I'm assuming he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe people are stupid <laughs> and didn't fucking see, but, uh, he, he's a, tw- he basically is just a Twitter guy that put his Venmo up. Uh, and him and his girlfriend had a very public fucking breakup. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's a comedian too. I think. I think she still does it. I'm not okay. familiar with her. I, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. Um, for what I can tell, she she she's a writer and does comedy too. I'm not here to talk about her really because uh, apparently this guy's just a piece of shit and like treated her shitty. I don't know mm-hmm. all that went on. All I know is what they put on Twitter and what I could tell. And from what I could tell, this guy's a grifter and was uh he he had like a he started spiraling out of control on his Twitter and was just like saying he's suicidal and stuff. Yeah. This went on for like a week. Hold on a second, I just got, I've got to go to the bathroom. Okay. Um I will be right back. Hold that thought. back sorry about that tmi but uh yeah just to not go too much into detail i haven't shit regularly in like a week so when it hits me i'm running to the fucking bathroom and when i say shit i don't mean constipated i mean haven't had to shit at all so we'll see what that is i said it was longer than a week well i mean i don't do it it's probably i mean if we're talking the grand scale of things that's been like since I moved in this fucking apartment almost that I don't really shit like I normally did. Oh, wow. But not enough to like worry me as much as this week. Yeah. I think it's okay. Um, anyway, back to this thing. Uh, the guy, the grifter, the Twitter grifter, the Venmo grifter. This guy isn't funny. Um, and I want to say this too is uh, he's very clearly mentally unwell. I think everybody deserves help. Uh, he claims he's an addict. 
if that's the case, stop sending him fucking money on Venmo. Duh! Don't send an addict money on what Venmo. Was his excuse? Didn't he say something like, I don't know, something he said about going back and forth about going to treatment or paying? Well, for yeah, something. he was saying okay, like he was spiraling out of control on. Like, a, oh, I don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was a uh, spiraling kind of like out of control on Twitter, like posting all of it on there. His girlfriend left him because of it. He like apparently cheated on her. All this blah 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 bullshit. I'm not gonna say his name or anything. Uh, I don't think that's fair to him. I really, sincerely, despite my feelings about him, I hope the guy gets well. I think everybody that's an addict deserves treatment. Mm-hmm. His whole presence online that annoys me could have something to do with his uh, addiction. I was annoying when I was addicted. I used to show up to my friend's house when I was taking Roxy's every day because I was like high and bored and wanted somebody to hang out with. Mm-hmm. I would show up. <laughs> So, like, I know they were fucking... I've, I apologized to him profusely for doing that. I guess that's kind of the worst thing I did as far as, like, to my friends is put that on them. But anyway, I get sidetracked a lot on this podcast. Please forgive me. Um, This guy's spiraling on Twitter talking about his girlfriend. She's posting on hers about, like, stop enabling him. He cheated on me, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's posting, like, look, please send me money. I'm in a financial crisis. I don't have health insurance. I'm trying to get into treatment. Uh, then he would post shit like, I don't want to live anymore. Like, I can't do this anymore. And so that garners sympathy. You don't want the guy to commit suicide. Yeah. I wouldn't want somebody to do that. So at first I saw this, and I was like, oh, man, this guy's going through a pretty rough time, it seems like. I mean, then it's, you know, time keeps passing. It's still going on. He's asking for money. Um, and I'm just kind of like, why aren't you making any forward progress with this? Or have you, and people were like, go to the hospital, go to the hospital, like check yourself into the hospital if you're suicidal. Like, it's like they might like keep you there against your will, but it's better than you killing yourself. Right. Um, and he's like, just posting shit like, stop, stop, uh, suggest to the hospital. Uh, I'm not going to go there. Like, you know, I don't, it's like, I don't, and then it's like, well, what is this money people are giving you for? And I don't feel like I'm not saying that he's not going through anything, but I feel like people no, he clearly who is. go online and say those things for attention, like especially when it comes to suicide. Like if you're planning it on gets doing to a, it, you just do it. Like you don't really No, yeah, yeah. You don't care if anybody knows stuff. about this. Um yeah. and I mean it's different for everybody, I'm sure. But it gets to a point where it's like played up drama for like two weeks or a week or however long. And people are kind of like, all right, this is starting to seem like it's a little bit of a money scheme. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've been told by people, too, that the guy, like, lives in a luxury fucking apartment in L.A., doesn't have a job in L.A. by himself. And it's like, I don't know anybody that can fucking do that. Like, that's not working, especially. My friend, uh, like, I have a few friends out there that, like, three or four of them live in the same apartment, and they have good jobs. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Um, when I lived out there, I paid $500 a month for, like, I had a roommate I didn't even fucking know. It was a guy. It turned out he was a, luckily a very nice dude, not weird or anything. Although one time I did walk into the kitchen to leave to go to a show. And you had to leave through the kitchen to leave the apartment. And he's in there like, there's a guy like lay, lay, like in a chair with like a, a, or a, a bib kind of on. A medical bib kind of thing. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, hey, yeah, he was... Uh, Hispanic, and he was like, "Yes, I'm. I'm just practicing dental dental school on him." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah. 
Not going to ask any more fucking questions. I'm going to leave and y'all are doing whatever this is. Had no clue you were in dental school, buddy. Not sure you're supposed to be doing this, but okay. Um, anyway, didn't ask questions. That was the weirdest thing he ever did, though. Super nice guy. Um, I, it pro- I was probably the worst roommate ever. Uh, not to get off on a tangent about this and sidetrack, too, but I did hit a little, a, a little girl that would come over on the weekend sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was a stupid fucking drug addict. And uh, one time I, I came in drunk from doing a show. Mm-hmm. And I looked in the fridge, and there was like... Uh, some like brownies or no it's cupcakes mm-hmm. and i ate like all of them and then there was a note in there the next day from the little girl that was like hey mr nick those were for me and my friends and you ate all of them uh and i was oh, like oh wow. no i was like i'm such a fucking piece of shit and the dude didn't kick me out or even approach me about it really i was like i just know he was furious about that he had to have been i so if you're for whatever reason look listening to this hendrix is his name very sorry you're a good guy um, I'll smell some cupcakes to y'all. Um, but anyway, <laughs> where was I at on the, the story about the Twitter guy? You were talking about how he affords his luxury apartment, doesn't have a job. Right. And he's still begging for money, threatening suicide, threatening self-harm. He, he at one point says, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm going to go to a dive bar and get drunk because somebody on here offered me a drink, which I'm skeptical about anyway. You're going to go to a dive bar after asking for all these donations because somebody offered somebody on here offered you a drink so what you're telling me is you're gonna go there have one drink and leave you're not gonna use any of that venmo money there i mean there's no way to prove that but i'm sure he he's, he went and blew it on some bullshit yeah. turns out his ex is on here posting on, from her account she posts where he had been trying to buy her gifts with the venmo money yeah um he bought her some new nikes wrong size and everything yeah. uh bunch of shit and it's just like dude fuck you you are such a piece of shit. Like, fuck you. Like, I hope you get help, but fuck you. Get the fuck offline, dude. And not to go off subject, but that's not going to fix anything, especially if he cheated on her. Like, oh, some of you like it's just the wrong size. No, I she's not taking that back. guy back, especially after this. There's just too much drama anyway, though, outside of him cheating on her. It's too much. Oh, he's back in full effect on Twitter, just being like, I'm at a fucking, I went to a rooftop party on July 4th. His Twitter humor is like this. It's like he... He's been vocal, but oh, this is the cringe one, super cringy fucking did. He was like, uh, that face when Nick Mullen follows you on uh, Instagram. Nick Mullen's the host of Come Town, which, in my opinion, Nick Mullen's one of the funniest people currently. I think Nick Mullen's very Does funny. Does he and follow you? No, Nick doesn't follow me. No. I don't really know Nick, but uh, he um, he's very funny, blah, blah, blah. But like, goddamn, that would be like me saying, I don't know. I, it's just cringy. It made like not. I, I wouldn't brag about that. Yeah, but like it, it was odd. It, it's kind of a petty thing for me to bring up after all this other shit. But God, fuck that guy for real though, right? Don't <laughs> give is. people that like are clearly fucking scamming you money on Venmo, yeah. especially if they're vocal about how much they're it an makes addict. It harder for people that are actually going through something that um, are trying to like ask for help. It makes it more difficult for them because it's like a lot of people actually are going through things and then you get on there just because you want to get your girlfriend back. You're trying to scam people out of money. It has nothing to do with your addiction or oh, being he's buying or drugs too, I'm sure. There's no way to prove any of this except for the thing she yeah. showed where he, he bought her shoes. But yeah. it's very clear to me what's happening here. Yeah. I don't like people that don't. Not to sound like a super fucking like pull yourself up by your bootstraps guy, but like, come on, dude. 
Yeah. Have you tried to find a job? Have you tried yeah. to find a job? This is I'm not like the fair reality of life, though. Like when you get desperate, though, you look for a job. I'm not talking yeah. about freelance writing about comedy. You're in yeah. L.A., dude. That's hard. When you can't find a job doing that, which right. I understand, something you want to do, but like, fuck, man, you gotta like, yeah. you gotta support yourself at some point, man. Like, you know, like at yeah. least attempt to look for a job. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems to me you just want to fuck around on Twitter and have people pay you money for like half-ass like tweets. And that's not a career, man, For sadly. Plenty tweets. <laughs> like, people that I respect that make money from, like, podcasting mm-hmm. or comedy shit, like, they work at it and are actually funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, money I would give to that is there's a reason. I want to hear more of what they have to say because they're very funny and they put the work in and, like, they're just, they deserve the money. They deserve the money because I want to hear more about what they have to say and I wish they had their full time to do it. Yeah. So they get paid to do it. Also, you know, I'm not somebody to really judge anybody for if you find a way to make money honestly for putting out content or something. I mean, I'm trying to do that now with this. Yeah. Uh, But also at the same time, I'm not like, okay, haven't really looked for a job, so I need everybody that I know to pay my rent for me. Yeah. I don't feel that way. And I I, I think there's something terribly wrong with you if you do. To where you're like, I contribute nothing and I want people to pay my fucking bills for me fucking off all day. Yeah. And it's very alarming, and I don't like people like that. I just don't. I'm sorry if that sounds shitty, but I don't like you if you do that. Yeah. I don't think it sounds shitty. I think anybody with half a brain can hear this and be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But there are people that are like, well, he's mentally ill. And it's like, yeah, sure, so am I. <laughs> so am I. I have crippling fucking anxiety, but I don't use it as a crutch or an excuse to not work. And besides that, like... It makes it hard for me to work because of it. You, like, throughout the time that we've been together, even if we had issues or have been, like, down as far as, like, money and stuff, even before the situation with um, you posting that, like, asking for help, you always have found a way, like, and made a way out of no way. Yeah, you know without, like, that's the only time I've ever had to basically beg for help yeah. from somebody I'm saying, else. Like, you know, you would find ways for us to get food and... You know, not to go into too many details, but you didn't just sit around like, okay, I'm just finna wait for somebody to give me something. Like, you found ways. Yeah, like, I mean, right now, you know, I I quit work. When was July 4th? Thursday? Yeah. So Thursday I walked out, and that that second, like, I think between now and then I haven't really actively looked for employment. Mm -hmm. But that's because I'm in a situation where I'm not dying for money right now. Think, Mm -hmm. well, under the circumstances, the reason that is sucks. But also, at the same time, I don't want to blow through that money. That money is put back because I want it to build interest and for me to eventually retire and not have to fucking work uh, when I'm 60. Yeah. But this has been the longest stretch I haven't, like, actively, like, scrounged for fucking, like, employment. And I'm fixing that Monday. The reason I'm not doing it today or tomorrow is because the career center is closed. This time, I'm, I'm going to go to the career center and find something that fits me. Yeah. I'm not doing service industry shit anymore. I cannot do it anymore. If you guys know anything, uh, let me know. Like, I, I have a forklift certification. I like doing that work, but it's been so long, and it's really hard. It, it, for some reason, it's really hard for me to find a fucking job doing that. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm going to be picky about my hours, too. Yeah. I want to do stand-up at night, so I'm going to find something during the day. Yeah. Those are my only real requirements, though. No service industry and a day job. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. 
But, you know, I mean, obviously if it's down to like, I'm going to have to start pulling from quote unquote retirement money, I guess I would call it now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to take something at night maybe. But until then, no. Yeah. I'm not taking any service industry jobs though. I'm not doing that anymore. And boy, does it feel good. Yeah. It feels good to know like I'm not, I'm just not doing that. Yeah. Restaurant jobs are just, you know, nothing against anybody that wants to do that. But it, I have determined after years of doing it, it's not for me. I don't like it. I'm very unhappy doing it. My anxiety, and here is one thing that does kind of sound like I'm lumping myself in that category of people I don't like. But my anxiety does make it hard t- for me to stay at jobs like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying, I do need medication to fix that. I can admit that that's something that is a problem. And when I say that, I mean like a problem like I need to fix that part of my brain to where I'm not using it as a fucking excuse. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't want to use the excuse, well, what, poor old me, which it fucking sucks. It's not It's not my fault that I'm like this. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't want to use that and be like, it's not my fault I'm like this, so I shouldn't have to work. <laughs> you know, like I don't feel right doing yeah. that that's not true like yeah. life sucks I, I i can i can admit that life sucks and that i have to do everything i can to get by and mm-hmm. me doing that's not gonna work yeah. so i'm gonna have to medicate myself maybe small you know small yeah. small medication to where it's like not all i wanted to do i want to just be able to fucking be normal i think you need a mixture of that and just like therapy in general yeah because, I, I, I mean, I don't like my anger problems at all. It's a problem. I don't either. Like, I, 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 I tweeted about this today, but I am kind of worried that, like, you see these, like, people, elderly people. Like, well, I watched a video I showed you today. It's a very funny video. <laughs> this ain't what you want. Yeah, there's this fucking, <laughs> this, this, uh, this kid in the fucking bathroom, like, at the bathroom sink in some public restroom, and he's, like, uh, yeah. making a video. And this old man comes, he's like, Yo, man, I'm trying to wash my hands here. I'm going to need you to move out of the way. And he's like, man, I'm trying to make a video. Fuck off with all this old timer. He's like, this ain't what you want, boy. This ain't what you want. He's like, get out of the fucking way. Get the fuck out of my way. He's like, nah, fuck you. He's like, I'll slap the shit out of you if you fucking, you know, you keep pushing me. I'm trying to make a video. He's like, this ain't what you want. And then he pops him in the face really fucking hard. He's like, I told you not to fuck with me. He's like, I'll slap the fucking shit out of you, boy. He was like, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, motherfucker. Don't fuck with me. And I'm like, man, that's a hero. But I also, at the same time, don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to go viral from slapping an 18-year-old kid in a bathroom. I can see you doing that, too. Mm. Like I said, you never came at me the way I've never I've been violent. You. I've never been like violent, it. like, in my adult life, anyway. When I was a yeah. kid, yeah, sure. But um, I've just witnessed you attacking the laptop. Yeah, that's about as... That was embarrassing. I punched my laptop, but... Um, I try not, I, you know, like I, I'm, I'm working on it. I, I, you know, I can curb my anger enough not to hurt anybody. Yeah. But when I, what I'm worried about is getting old. Mm-hmm. And something when you get old, old people, they don't give a fuck anymore. You yeah. see it. They don't give a fuck about you anymore. Yeah. And something about that scares me about myself. Like I don't want to mm-hmm. be an elderly man picking fights at fucking Walmart. Cause I will, I I know that I will if I don't do something about this. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably sounds bad, but I know that about myself, and I'm trying to fix it. You know. Well, self awareness is awesome. Yeah, I, I try to have that. I think that's something everybody needs, no matter what. But especially, yeah. 
if you do fucking comedy. And I think I have a healthy amount of that, at least. Um, I hate comics that don't, that just don't have a fucking clue about what they are like. <laughs> People that run their fucking material by you and shit, like, and it's bad. It's never good. Even if the joke's good, it's like, man, don't do this to me right now. I'm just trying to have a smoke. <laughs> oh, hey, at comedy shows, my anxiety is real bad. Like, if you if you know me and you see me at a show that I'm on or an open mic. You'll notice that, like, I pace around a lot and um, kind of keep to myself. And it's not like, I'm not antisocial, really. I don't like to think that I am. But, like, now that I don't drink or anything, it makes it hard to socialize with people. And I think, I don't know this for a fact, but when I go to Mike's, I go on first now and I leave. And I think, I, I would not be surprised if that irritates people and makes me look like an asshole. But it's like, it's really not anything personal it's that like i cannot handle being there like mentally i just get nervous and um uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and i gotta fix that i'm not gonna succeed in comedy if i don't but uh it does make me uncomfortable being there like uh with the the anxiety built up so like i go on first and i leave um i just can't sit still you know i have a hard time doing it I wish I could, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate comedy as much as I say I do, because I wouldn't do it if I did. I yeah. love comedy. Uh, I love good comedy, though, and there's a lot of bad comedy. Yeah. There are so many funny fucking comedians. It's just with anything that people do, it's the stuff you like about it and the stuff that you don't. I'll say this. I'll say this honestly, like about Birmingham comedy. There are funny fucking people here and if they're not funny yet i i see a lot of potential with the comedians here mm-hmm. i'm not trying to sound like a fucking know-it-all like uh like i'm some kind of fucking professional or something but i think I've, I've i've earned some fucking respect where my opinion matters a little bit i've been doing it almost a decade yeah uh so like i feel like my opinion does hold a little bit of weight and the way i see it uh you know there's some work that we done, sure, obviously, like every scene has that. But I, I notice in Birmingham it's uh just supportive enough as opposed to like other cities I've seen. Yeah. There's not really anything super cutthroat here. I don't feel like backstabby or anything with people. Um and like everybody here like has potential i feel like a lot of people there's some that suck sure it's a fucking comedy scene but for the most part you know like Paige mcbride and laurie moore that hosts the goulash bike uh like have what it takes i think to they just keep doing it i think they're going to be really good at it Mm -hmm. they just need to stay on the path they're going on uh you know there's a lot of funny people here and everybody everybody here is so fucking like when my dad died like i i cannot tell you how much it means to me some of the shit people said to me here like i mean you don't get that in other places from my experience um but like i mean yeah that's cool as shit i'm very lucky i like it here i would like to live here forever um but i mean there's a lot of shit i don't like that has nothing to do with the comedy scene either but it's hard to look at a whole scene of people normally and say like no like these are these are good people and they also I can see them eventually being great. Um, there are some comedians here that aren't good, but I can tell that they will be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I can tell what they keep doing it. Yeah. They're going to be. That's the way I was when I started. Mm-hmm. 
Michael McCall, who's like, uh, he's been doing it like maybe almost 15 years now. He's been doing it longer than most of the people in Birmingham. He's one of, like he's one of my favorite Birmingham comics. I, I consider him a dear friend. Uh, he was so fucking mean to me when I started. Like he used to, he used to host a mic at uh, Stillwater, and like would heckle my sets the whole time. Like I would go every Monday, and the worst part was Michael McCall heckling me. But he would always tell me like he's like, man, I see like potential in you, but you're just writing shit. He's like, your jokes suck, and they did. Like, that's good to hear sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some people are too soft to just accept judgment like that and work yeah. on it. But what he did, do you know what that did to me? Not that made me, it made me go, man, you know, and I was angry at him at the time. And I was like, you know, I'm fucking sick of this. I'm going to go to LA and see the, the hardest city you can do fucking comedy in besides New York mm-hmm. and see what that's all about and see if I can get better doing that. Him doing that made me move to LA undoubtedly get better i got 10 times better out there i threw when i got to la i did material i wrote here one time and i was like this is not gonna cut it here i have to start new and i threw my fucking notebook out and started from scratch and all of it was like stuff that worked and became like i I came up with like a 10 to 15 minute set of good shit and came back and people were like respecting me and shit like people that used to shit on me were like oh you got really good and that's that. That's when I started considering myself like a comedian. Is when I moved back from LA, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had went on tour when I lived out there, and still would not consider myself a comic then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I learned too, and it took me just a about a year or two ago to not give a fuck what other comics think about your shit. Yeah, you can't give a fuck what anybody else thinks um, if you do comedy. If I can give you any fucking advice, it's this. Don't give a fuck about like what other like comics think about like what the cool all fucking crowd thinks about you. Do not fucking don't 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 sweat that shit. It's fucking stupid. Cause like comedy isn't hard, you know. If you're good at it, comedy isn't hard. Trying to get people that don't matter that are considered like gatekeepers to notice you, that's hard. Because you'll never get the approval of people like that if they just are dead set on not liking you. Yeah. But if you're good at it and you're meant to do it, you 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 keep at it and don't fucking care what these gatekeepers think about you and do what you think's funny, you'll at least, at the very least, be happier. And that's what I do now. Yeah. That's why I do this podcast and put people on blast that I don't like, like that stupid fucking girl from uh, Nashville that wrote that blog <laughs> that is just incredibly fucking rude anytime she comes here or fucking Tuscaloosa or anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'll put you on blast if you do that to my fucking friends that put you on their show. Yeah. If you're fucking rude to my friends that were nice enough to put you, somebody that nobody fucking knows anything about or cares about here, my friend was nice enough to put you on a show, you, a fucking nobody... <laughs> And you're going to fucking be a prima donna fucking diva about it? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you're not welcome here if you're going to do that. She's the one who didn't want her husband to have a female on tour with her. Right. Yeah. Husband's fucking hilarious. Her husband's very successful. Mm-hmm. He's done Fallon. He's done Kimmel, I think. Mm-hmm. He was on Clusterfest recently. Very funny. Very funny guy. Oh, I, I think he's one of the funniest fucking touring comics now. Her? Don't give a fuck about her. I think she's rude. I think she's rude and has the wrong fucking idea about how to approach this. Yeah. I'll fucking tell her. Fuck her. 
<laughs> Unless she's had a change of heart, you know, and then realize that what she does is shitty, but I very seriously doubt it. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, say who told me this, and and I'm not even going to go into specifics because if, if they hear I, I I don't want somebody else to get wrapped up in my bullshit shit talking. Yeah. But she did a show recently and complained about something that is, like, so meaningless and doesn't fucking matter that it's just like, wow, this person just isn't going to change, I guess. But like I said, like comedy's not hard. Getting gatekeepers that don't fucking matter, mm-hmm. that think they're cool to notice you, that's the hard part of doing comedy, getting gatekeepers to notice you. Once you start trying to be funny and stop worrying about that, you're, you're good. Yeah. And it took me five years to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So there's your stand-up comedy class. <laughs> I'll be teaching it at the fucking YooHoo room at Flaffer's. God, Fuck. you guys notice my response has just been, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is something I've been wanting to get off my chest for a while because stand up comedy classes. Fuck that shit. That's a grift. That's a fucking grift. You're going to have some guy that's never, doesn't even have a fucking TV credit to teach me how to do stand up comedy? <laughs> you don't tour. You don't have a fucking TV credit. Why are you, te- why, why do I need, why do I need to learn from you? Yeah. You give me somebody like Joe Rogan or somebody to teach me. Despite how you feel about fucking Joe Rogan, you could probably take a page out of that motherfucker's book because he's a goddamn millionaire based on doing what he fucking wants to do. That's why I hate the criticism about him. Joe Rogan, first of all, is a talented comedian that's funny. Does he have opinions I disagree with? Absolutely. Does he have guests on his show I don't like? Yes. A lot. Does he have... Does does his podcast fucking is it the most successful comedy podcast? Yes, it is. I don't it's, know why this just reminded me of this, but I ever told you like back when I um used to model when I was in high school, I went to like this school here. It was called the um Kathy Larson Modeling Agency. I'm not. She sure sounds like a know. lady that would be on one of those true crime shows that <laughs> drowned her kids in a tub. Doesn't it, Kathy but, um, Larson? Yeah, and so like when I first started, you know. You know how people say, oh, I was discovered at Walmart. So, I was discovered, I think, at, um, it wasn't McDonald's. I want to say it was Rallies or something like that. And she was there, and she saw me. She was like, oh, you're tall, and you're so beautiful. Um, I have a modeling school. I think you should come and check it out, and blah, blah, blah. So, I went, me and my grandmother. And um, she had me, like, do my little runway walk for her. And I did, like, test photos and stuff. And... I would go there like every weekend for like training or whatever. And then after that, I want to say like a couple of weeks into it, they were like, oh, well, for the classes, it's like 150 a week. And we're going to go to like this um, world around like modeling convention where you get to meet with like the top elite agencies like in New York and California, yada, yada. And so... I was thinking about it, but I used to watch Top Model a lot, and I remember Tyra Banks saying that you're not supposed to pay, like, if a company is interested in you, as far as, like, promoting your modeling career, you're not supposed to pay for stuff like that. Right. So, during this time, she booked me on stuff, but it was, like, a Milo's commercial. Yeah, you're, you're, you were in a Milo's commercial. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, th- I told you about that, didn't I? Yeah. Then it was like, and I- I'm gonna tell you that really stings with me because uh, you getting one up on me, and I didn't fucking get that. Are you kidding me? I did. Like I went to L.A. to try to get on fucking TV, and you're fucking getting a Milo's commercial here in the ham. I did a local. Um, Excuse me. Catalog. 
or something. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm like an established model now. I'm like I have credits and this and that. Yeah, you got some credits. It was just, it really was a hot mess though. But like, she didn't have any modeling experience herself or anything. She was the wife of like a executive for some company here or something like that. Yeah. And now that I think about, it, I'm like, why did I choose to go to something like that? But during that time, I was well, you always know. wanting to be you like a know. celebrity. Then I also got approached to do gay porn. Well, you were on the right also. path until what you just said. The gay um, porn. And you should have taken that. Obviously, you uh, fucked up not doing that. I was actually considering it and everything. You could stop now. I was kidding. <laughs> until they told me they wanted me to do it unprotected. Oh, that's a fu- that's sketchy. Right. It was like this guy in Atlanta. Yeah. There you go. He was like, oh, "I'm going to pay for your flight out here there for you your go. um." For your hotel and this and that, for your food and all of that, but we do have one requirement. I forgot no what rubber. the name of the video was, but they were like, "We want you to um be unprotected." Yeah, fuck you. And I was like, "Well, I'm Why? like, do everybody go through like testing? Like, cause I was young. I was Even like, then, I know I was 18. And I'm no, like, you're very oh. young and vulnerable and impressionable. Yeah, then. and like I was looking to you know leave here and make my own money and this and that. But once they said, I was like, it's just something that doesn't feel right about that. And then Absolutely. I researched the company afterwards, and I basically saw like a bunch of people who had got like you know HIV and wow HIV. HIV? Yeah. Wow. That's one that's unforgettable, uh, unforgivable completely. Right. And then <laughs> that one doesn't get, you the, can't wash um, that out. No. But like they was offering like $2,000 a video and something like this. So I feel like for somebody who's young and who wants like, you know, this independence and like to go to like a big city and stuff, like they'll probably take that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, no. Like I hadn't even had sex at that point in my life. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not interested. No, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, I'm good on that, babe. Oh, God. That's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. You know, if you were a comedian and you got that Milo's commercial and you were doing comedy too, mm-hmm. you would, some comedians anyway, a lot of them. I've seen shit like, as seen on fucking the gas station pump commercial, like on the flyer. It's <laughs> like you would be. Like Dorian Hicks uh, is on the flyer and like in parentheses from the Milo's commercial. No, it's like God shame. I have another story. Shame. I, I'm not sure if I told you this one or not, but this I guess is another like I don't want to say claim to fame, but it's something that did kind of blow up that a lot of people knew about. Your mic's on, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, so um, if it clicked, you would know that it turned yeah. off, right? I just worry about that. I always check the levels. I'm an idiot. I can't tell. No, I I know people have done it before (laughs) that are, you know, fucking geniuses. (laughs) Anyway, so I was dating this guy. I nearly said smarter than you. Um, (laughs) Boy, how great would that have been? I should have just kept that to myself. I was dating this guy that lived in Texas. I'm not going to say his name, but he's a singer slash rapper. W.H. Hush. No. I'll tell you his name afterwards. Horge um, Hush. He was a singer slash rapper who was only known locally in Houston, Texas. Black guy. Mike Jones. No. <laughs> the last name does start with a J, though. The last Jim name Jones. Is Jams. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. So but that's. Like, he worked for um, Diddy. Like, he, um, I think, interned for him before. 
and you know he was in that world of like entertainment but locally like he made a little money because he was semi money i would go to western union yeah definitely don't say his name because that could be considered this was before a cash app so i had to go to western union to get the money oh god (laughs) but anyway so i was dating him and we dated i guess for like a year he flew here once to see me we didn't have sex or anything just you know went out and then he went back like a couple days later I found out when he got back to Houston that he had a wife. Ooh, doggy. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly. I think she had saw like a video that he saved from when we Skyped each other. And, you know, I was like on there being naughty and stuff. <laughs> and she wrote me and was basically asking me like how long we've been together, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, we've been dating for a year. I've only seen him once because, of course, he lives in Texas, I live in Alabama. And so she started telling me all this different stuff about different women that he had cheated on her with. And she sent me, like, their phone numbers and stuff. So all of us were, like, on three-way conference calls, like, talking about this stuff Ooh, with him. Ooh, that dog's a fucking dog. One of them, I think, recorded our conversations and Uh-oh. added, like, extra stuff to the story of what happened between me and him. A month after that, I got sent a link on Twitter, and it was to, like, a blog, and it basically talked about how he cheated on his wife with me, and they called me, like, a, um, what was it, a D-list model, or something like that. What the fuck? He did, or... No, whoever it was who created the story. Wow. I think it was one of the girls he was cheating with. That's fucked up. She said that he used to abuse me, that I gave him an STD, and that he gave the STD to all the different girls. Um, But you don't have any STDs. No. But I hadn't even had sex during that time, so even if I supposedly did, I don't know where it would have came from because I wasn't even having sex. You did, yeah. Like, this was when I was, like, 19 and 20. Like, it was, like, when MySpace and stuff was out. That's where I met him in. Yeah. But um, it said that he beat my ass and, like, I stole money from him. Like, all types of stuff. And it basically just made me sound horrible because I guess they were upset that he was associated with a guy. You know, I wasn't Dorian Arnett back then. I was just regular Dorian. That was just feminine and gay. <laughs> but um, I'm just, like, really? Like, I was just so shocked. So I said this to my friends, and they were, like, reposting it, talking about, oh, Dorian's a celebrity now. I'm like, I don't want to be known No. That's the opposite. me, like, was it true? And I'm like, no. I, I've seen him one time. Yeah, that's fucked up. He visited me when I'm dead. You could have sued them for slander. Right. I guess I don't even think about it like that, but it was like, oh, Yeah, I mean, it's Twitter. a lot. It would have been a lot more trouble than it's worth. It was a mess. And I'm like, D-list model. Like, I was working at Kohl's. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. You know, I fuck off. I think whoever it was, they just went back and read stuff that me and him were talking about. And just added Jump to fucking in. conclusions. Yeah. I'm like, he beat my ass. I'm like, really? The yeah. type of bitch that I am, number one, if you actually know Dorian, you know for sure that's not going to fly. No. I'm like. That ain't happening. Seriously? But yeah, that's another one of my quote unquote stories. I was in the. Um, yeah, I consider that a story. Tabloids. For sure. Consider it a story. I was in the blogs. The blogosphere. <laughs> Boy. They talk Boy, about that sounds like an A list celebrity to me if you were in a blog. I'm was it on Kazaa or not Kazaa? Uh, it was called Don't Date Him Girl. Zanga. Dot com. Yeah, that's what it was. Don't Date Him Girl. Dot com. Wow. But I guarantee you, if that's something that <laughs> happened now, that it probably would be something everywhere. And I'll be getting like endorsements and I'll be posting ads like, oh, flat tummy tea from, you know, yeah. the gay that was cheating with the married man. Wow. <sighs> 
think the STD was like HPV or something like that. Good lord. Who doesn't have that? <laughs> Man, uh, whew. Yeah, I got I got to do something about my anger issues. I, I've been playing my Switch lately. And man, Super Mario Maker 2 and Cuphead especially. Fuck the guys that made that game. You watch me play Cuphead. Yeah. How hard does that game look just watching it me? It's very difficult, but it is funny to see our reaction. I get pretty mad. Like, fuck this shit. You haven't seen it. me get real mad. My my neighbor probably... That might have been why he's playing his music so loud earlier, because I was getting real mad at that one. He probably hears this all day coming from my apartment. The game fucking cheats! It fucking <laughs> cheats! That game is cheating. There's no way to beat this. There's no way to beat it. I have to, like, tell myself now... What? Fuck it. <laughs> like, Tony? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... The game, like, I think Cuphead does cheat. There are games that cheat. Because, like, I found this new thing out where, like, instead of getting hit three times in nine, you can get hit four times. So, it, you know, you get a little extra uh, that'll help you, you know, a little extra boost to help you. And there's this fucking boss I'm stuck on. And uh, then it just it found a way to fuck me and cheat. On the, This is for nobody. Nobody cares about this. But, like, I get so mad at it. Like... <laughs> I even got on Twitter. I even Googled the guys that made it. Tried to find them on Twitter so I could tell them, fuck you. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking <laughs> petty goddamn... Like, this is why I need, like, medication or something. Did yeah, like, there's something <laughs> wrong with me. I don't like it about myself. It's oh something my I hate God. about myself, and I fucking do it. Oh, God. Like, I found an IGN article about them from two years ago that IGN posted on their Twitter... And I put fuck these guys on it. Like, how does that look? That makes me look fucking pathetic. Psycho. It is. It's bad. Like, I remember thinking, like, man, I wish I could catch these guys in public and choke them. Like, fuck. Like, that's not healthy. It's a video game. You're that True Crime Daily episode we watched about the kids in the video game. Like, he went and bought Halo 3. Yeah. And, like, his parents hid it from him, and he ended up shooting his dad in the head and then killing his mom. His dad survived. Those like many documentaries are awesome. I really do like them. That was one of those documentaries that made the case that video games might affect people a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, I'm not of the opinion that they to where like they're the main cause of like school shootings and shit. I just feel like if you're crazy, you're crazy. I think if you, but I think they definitely. You're a psychopath, you're a psychopath. I think Cuphead, for example, for me, it makes me pretty angry. I would never go fucking on like, a shooting spree or something over it. But like, I could see somebody a little crazier than me doing it over a fucking game. Like, I mean, it's it's not healthy. It's not healthy what it does to my brain and. uh I, I've sworn I keep swearing off of it, and I'm like, I, I, every time I I die on it, like so many times, I put the controller down. And I'm like, I'm not playing this game again. Yeah, I'm you not did it several times, and I was over there. Yeah, I was like, I'm not playing this game anymore. And then next day arrives, and I'm like, I'm gonna try that again. Yeah, I think I might have it this time. And of course, I don't because it's a fuck. It cheats. <laughs> it's a fucking cheating game. But at the end of the day, it's a video game, and it doesn't matter. I would like to beat it, but I, I, I know for a fact that I'm never going to finish that game. That game is not possible to beat. Like the people, I know people that are better times 10 at video games than me that will never that haven't beaten it. And it's like, what do I think is going to happen? I'm going to beat this. You asked me one time, you were like, do you not play video games? And I was like, 
I have. No. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not that I'm just not into them. I, I love it them. Is. Like, I used to play them a lot in high school, but not games like that. It was, like, super stuff like Sonic and Mario. Yeah, they're great, too. Like, I like all games, you know. Like, I, that's why I had the Switch and the PS4. I like shit like Resident Evil and, uh, you know. You know what I consider playing a game? Going on social media, looking at stuff, going on Amazon, online shopping. That's my game. Sure, sure. <laughs> No, like, uh, as far as video games go, I like all of them. I like, you know, adult stuff that's marketed for adults, like Resident Evil and, you know, Grand Theft Auto and, uh, you know, stuff like that. But I also, like, I, I even like, you know, uh, uh, Skyrim, that game I was playing. You know, I like some RPGs that are like that. And But at the same time, I love Super Mario and, you know, like, Super Mario Maker 2 is a fun game. Like, I think me and you could play that and you'd have fun with it. Because it's such a good idea for a game. It's like a game where like fans make their own levels and you play them, and it's and it's from all my favorite Mario games. Like Super Mario World's one of my favorite fucking Nintendo games ever, and like for it to have new Super Mario World levels, that's awesome. So it's like Super Mario World, Super Mario Three, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario uh, 3D World, which is a game I never played for Wii. Uh, so it's like a kind of a perfect game. I, I really like it. That one actually does help me deal with anxiety a little better. I get a little mad at that one, but not like I do at Cuphead. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's fun. If you haven't played Super Mario Maker two, get it's worth getting a Switch for if you like uh, if you like old Super Nintendo and NES games. They have a thing on Switch two. This is more for the people listening <laughs> than I know you don't give a fuck. But uh, there's a thing on Switch where it's free, and it's like a regular Nintendo. It has like Super Mario Three Brothers, Three Super Mario Brothers, Metroid, uh, Legend of Zelda, bunch of old NES games like on this little emulator you can download for free. It's pretty cool. Um, so if you get a Switch, download that. I downloaded uh. Uh, I downloaded, well, I paid for this. I bought the Contra games, like all the Contra games, including the arcade games and like Japanese releases that were for the Famicom that were never released in America. That's pretty cool. I love Contra. Contra is that side scroller I played the other day that was really fucking hard that I couldn't get past that level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to a wall right now when it comes to that. You do not care. Um, no. I think we're about <laughs> done though. I mean, uh, don't have any shows coming up. I did talk to Chris Avi today. Uh, I don't know if he's doing the good people uh, funny free Fridays next month, but I know the next one that comes around I will be on. Uh, I'm trying to get... Uh, I'm trying to book something at the Birmingham uh, Comedy Festival Theater over in Five Points. I'm trying to book a half hour there. Eventually, I would like to... I'm, I'm starting to get a point where I'm trying to... Uh, cultivate an hour to put together for an album i'd like to release an album eventually soon like in the next year or two years mm-hmm. by 2020 at the end of 2020 i'd like to have an hour to put on an album and uh, i think i'd like to record it there so if you're listening to this and you really love the show and you like my comedy uh keep an ear out for that because whenever i do record that i would love for y'all to be there um i'll make sure that uh 
you know, tickets are cheap. I mean, the, 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 the theater has to make money. So if it were my way, it would be free, you know, for an album recording because I want it to be really good and I want as many people there as possible. But yeah. the festival does need to make, or not the festival, the, the theater needs money uh, and they're doing a really good thing. It's a fucking cool theater. I really hope that they're, uh, the shows that are being put on there are, are, are generating revenue and they can keep doing shows there and it, it builds because uh, uh, I did a show there about a month or so ago and it was very, very fun. It's a fun theater. It was a very small turnout, but still fun. And if we could fill that place out for an album recording, it would be amazing. Like, I would love that. I would love... N- and it's like right down the street from me. So uh, keep an ear out for that. I'm trying to work on an hour. I might go on a little... Uh, southeast run of shows to work on that uh, i already know i at least have about 45 minutes so i need to work on that other 15 of new shit and get it going i think if i absolutely was pressed to do an hour i could definitely do it but uh because i did that 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 headlining set in tuscaloosa a few months ago and uh didn't even nearly do all my material on it um and that was a half hour so uh, very proud of that still. Um, so, I, man, I really wish I would have recorded that uh, to kind of listen to and make sure I get the beats right and do it exactly how I did because that show was perfect. Uh, thanks to Richard Lockhart, Zach Travis, Adam Condra, Caleb Garrett. Uh, if I'm missing anybody in Tuscaloosa that helps put all that shit together, please forgive me. I love what y'all do there. Don't uh, don't think for a second it goes unnoticed because, uh, I mean, I know us comics here in Birmingham appreciate it. A lot of our stage time uh, is done in Tuscaloosa, too. So, yeah, we're a big, uh, happy family. And I really do, I shit on comedy a lot, but I do love doing it here. Uh, and uh, the support system here is very great. And I would love nothing more than, like I said, to have an hour put together, put on a fucking album, get that shit on Spotify for everybody here. Uh Man, that's that's what I need. That's what I need. That's the next step in comedy for me is my album, and uh, I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and say it right here. I want it to be a goal before the end of 2020 to have an album out. What do you think about that, Dorian? You think that's a good goal? I think that's awesome. Would you buy? Will you buy that album when it comes out? No. Okay. I didn't <laughs> think you would. You know. But yeah, I think that will about do it. I hope you enjoyed the show, guys. Uh, we are about on a regular schedule as far as dropping the Patreons and the regular show. We're late on this one. I'm very sorry. We're about a day late on it. My apologies. Um, that is 100% my fault. We were going to no, record. I've been sick. Well, you've been sick, and you know, like uh, we were going to record last night anyway. You wanted to record even though you were sick, but I yeah. didn't feel like it would be as good not th- we got a lot more stuff to talk about out of it anyway so i think mm-hmm. ultimately with us being a day late you get still got a better episode out of it yeah um if there's anything we can talk about that y'all want to hear do you want to hear me bitch about something is there somebody that's fucked up in comedy uh doing something sketchy is there some fucking grifter that's grifting you out of money you want me to call out i will keep your name out of it and i will put them on blast on here baby you let us know you pay for this fucking Next show episode, i need to get back to my hot well, you guys, you, you guys pay the SoundCloud bill for us, so it's all up to you. And we got to get back on your hot topics, as you said. Yes, ma'am, we do. 
So uh, have some juicy ones next episode, I promise. Yeah, we'll save that for the Patreon. So if also if you're listening, you're not on the Patreon. Ask anybody, ask any of our patrons that pay for it once a month. It is worth your money. Five dollars yeah. a month gets you a bonus episode to uh, supplement this one each week. Um, usually put them out on Thursday. Now is what I'm shooting for. Um, not a guaranteed set day, but it will be within the week. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be like you know you're gonna get four a month out of it however many weeks in a month you got for that month you're going to get an episode that week on top of the free episode yeah. so um if you like what you hear and you want to hear more juicy gossip name dro- i'm talking about name dropping <laughs> i'm talking about putting people on fucking blast if you like shit like that and this is kind of your favorite part of the episodes that you or listen the to episodes where i talk about the guys that are always in my inbox and the stuff that you yeah. say to me the guys who randomly are in my inbox, and I ask them, okay, well, if you like me, send me cash up, and they'll cash up me. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. So I've wh- still been having it happen lately. Yeah, well, we'll I'm talk like about it on the next episode. We'll put them on blast. <laughs> we'll talk about what they're talking to you about. So if you want to hear that, that'll be dropping this week. And you go to patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy to do that. <laughs> Drop $5 a month. That ain't shit, baby. Support content, right? Support people that are you know busting their ass to to make a living and fucking like want to make a living doing this while also listening to the fans and what they want to hear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Dude, we we do that. We will talk about what you want on here, and you get to pay for it. And it's like, what service do you know that does that? Netflix don't fucking do that. Hulu doesn't do that. HBO Now sure as shit doesn't do that, except for The Sopranos. Baby, I mean, if there was a show ever oh, tailor-made yeah. for me, it's that one. Whew, I want to watch episode now. What about you? We might watch tr- Let's watch True Crime Daily in a Sopranos episode. Yeah, I have been kind of craving that, too. Also, I'm thinking, here's an idea. You tell me what y'all think. Maybe once a month, I kind of want to do a little bonus episode called Talking Sops. And we'll be talking about The Sopranos every episode. It'll just be an episode about The Sopranos. And we drop that once a month with the other four. I think that'd be good. Because we both really like the show. Yeah. Yeah. Not set in stone. I don't want to make any commitments. You guys let us know what you want. If you guys really want that. Get on the Patreon, leave a comment. Like, that Patreon is for y'all to interact with each other, too. There's a whole uh, thing, kind of like a, its own little mini Reddit for our Patreon where y'all can talk about what y'all want to hear. I will read it. We don't have, like, a gigantic fucking fan base. I'll read it. I have time like that to read it. So let us know what you want. I swear to God, we'll fucking talk about it. We want to make a perfect show for you guys. Yeah. So uh, if there is nothing else to add, I'm going to shut this bitch off. Bye, guys. Love ya.